damn, what's that company called? Damn, Time Warner. No, the other uh, one. Comcast. Cox? No, Comcast. Yeah, because damn Comcast is there peeling off fresh Benjis being like, no, how many? No, please. How many? Just stay right here. We have how Xfinity many? for you. Exactly. Right? Xfinity. Xfinity. We have infinity amounts of money and this crappy streaming service for you. Oh, you guys are all on Netflix? Uh, well, here, here's some more Benjis. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you corrupt a-holes. Please. <laughs> February 19th, 2014, this is episode 86 of Yats. Every week, Wednesday evening, right here, live, yet another techshow.com. Check it out, I'm Matt Lee. Join me tonight, just this guy, Ant Pruitt. What's going on, Ant? Hey, what's going on, Matt? Hey, going good. Last night, it was just me and Nick for Attack of the Androids. Tonight, it's just me and you for Yats, so no worries. <laughs> is, is, it, is this a trend? I mean, do you have people that... Don't want to hang out with you anymore. Uh, is, is it is it me? <laughs> Maybe actually, I never <laughs> thought of that. Go figure. <laughs> That's just my logic. Need so. to start paying these fools more or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, missed last week. Had a lot of stuff going on, and people couldn't make it. And uh, so here we are this week, number eighty six. Yeah. So uh, tons of news, and as always, stuff like this happens either right after the podcasts and and then it, it gets buried but this one right after AOTA right before Yats so we might as well start things off with it are you familiar with WhatsApp Sadly I am Is that one you use cuz I never that was one I never used I tried Handsent and then Text Secure and I've been encrypting you know my texts ever since You know I use WhatsApp um Seldomly, it, it's not very often. I think I may have maybe three contacts on it, and it's it's not something that I go to all the time. And then um, this afternoon, just scrolling through the interwebs and checking out my tech feeds and whatnot, I decided it's probably about time that I uninstall this app because Facebook bought it for nineteen Instagrams and. I mean, that's it's obviously not, you know, $19 billion all cash. It's split up between, uh, let's see, they got $12 billion in stock, $4 billion in cash. So four Instagrams, cold, hard cash, four Instagrams. Uh, and then they also agreed, Facebook agreed to pay an additional three Instagrams in restricted stock units to WhatsApp's founders and employees as part of the deal, which... Gives us a grand total of 19 damn Instagrams. So much money. It's just a little bit of money. Is this a bubble? Is can we? Is this the bubble? Is this like, oh man. You know, it. the, the question I have now is where is Snapchat? 
this could have been Snapchat. But this is different, isn't it? That WhatsApp was an actual, like, legit, normal messaging cross-platform type of service. I feel like Snapchat was, like, disposable kind of tween type of stuff. It, maybe I don't use either, so what do I know? But that's that's what it appeared to be. Okay, well, here's my thought process on it. WhatsApp, as well as, as Snapchat, it's it's the demographic that's important true you know, I'm, I'm probably the oldest cat that's ever used whatsapp and i'm not even 40 you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying and snapchat we already know that it's all about those teenagers and stuff and that it's probably going to continue on pretty strong with that demographic because teens wants to be sneaky and keep stuff from their parents and not have their parents follow them like they can follow them on instagram and things like that and WhatsApp, it's still sort of teeny bopper-ish kind of thing. And maybe they're just trying to get, they as in Facebook, just trying to get another foothold on that demo. And it's what's funny is that like kids think that that stuff is actually like hiding hiding their texts or, or whatever. Like, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. if your parents, you, yeah, your parents know what you're into, all right? <laughs> if they haven't like <laughs> had the talk with you yet, trust that they are awkwardly trying to figure out how that's all going to go down. And it's coming very soon. Oh, yeah. It's coming. I mean, big ups to WhatsApp for getting the deal closed and whatnot, but I, it's just not for me anymore, for real. Yeah, well, and you especially, right? Because you're totally not even on Facebook at all. So does that, that that was something I wanted to specifically ask you. I thought was kind of interesting. Um, like with uh, with Instagram, for example, I guess. Did you use Instagram before? And is that something that if if Facebook buys an app that you use, will that in and of itself make you stop using it depending on what the app is? Or like how, how do you how do you gauge that? Okay, with Instagram, I was using it before the Facebook acquisition, and I'm still using it at this time. Um, so the fact that it's Facebook a, doesn't bother you so much because they didn't really change anything, right? They kind of kept it, and that's what it sounds like with WhatsApp is that they're going to let them do their thing, you know, for the short term, which is the phrase I keep hearing. They're, they're not going to put ads. They're not going to monetize or worry about it in the short term, in the short term, you know? All right. You know, I, I I look at Instagram and I'm fine with it for the most part from a smartphone photographer standpoint because if, in all honesty, Matt, if I want to take a serious picture, I'm not using Instagram. Sure, um, sure. It's just it's a quick, easy. It's pretty much a separate a separate entity for me for sharing photographs with uh, about like how my Google Plus stream is versus my Twitter stream. It's two separate. Um, audiences that I deal with right you so know? you you kind of do what I do but I use TwitPic and I just use it because it's something I've been using since I got on Twitter basically back in like 08 or something and yeah. it was one of those things where before we really had like really awesome smartphones and still to this day I do it this way there there's a thing that you can email a picture to with yep. a subject line and it'll post the tweet. And so like yep. I still do that even though you have, you know, I, I use Tweetcaster. I never I'm in that habit of sending pictures through Gmail because I send <laughs> the same mail to Facebook because it also has yep. a, a address I can send to and to Twitter. So I send one message and that posts on Facebook and Twitter. And then I go to actual Google Plus and post, you know, the public 
shot there and then. Right. But yeah, it's a weird old dumb habit. Instead of going to Facebook, posting the picture, and then going to Tweetcaster, post it, you know, you just like <laughs> fire off a Gmail message with a subject line and boom, it's it's good to go. I gotta tell you, the whole um, terms of service thing back when it went down with Instagram, it, it I can remember it being a big uproar for people as far as how Instagram slash Facebook can now monetize off of your images. And again, that's another reason why I just sort of drew the line, you know. But that was something something that was something that people that were putting pictures on Facebook already dealt with, right? You're saying that just Instagram users. Just Instagram. Do you think they lost any because of that or just? At one time, there was a big fall off. I remember reading there was a big fall off of people leaving, but then it turned into, well, what's my alternative? Twit pick, you know? yo. <laughs> yeah. And sadly, the, the the people using these services, they're not always the sharpest, in my opinion. It's, you know, so huh, well, yeah. I might as well just go on back because that's all I got. You know. Uh, they so say here uh, that WhatsApp is on a path to connect one billion people. So, uh, th- which is interesting that they're they're looking at. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, they, they were on this investor call, and he said, uh, quote, the growth rate they have today and the monetization that's early but promising and in place, we see a clear trajectory ahead and are excited to work together on this. Uh, they don't Again. make money on ads. What WhatsApp does, if you're not familiar with this, is uh, it's free for the first year, and then after that it charges you 99 cents for each con- uh, additional year. Which is pretty good. A buck for yeah. a year of something that if it's your main messaging app, you use that all the time, right? Yeah. It's it's neat. I give them, I give them that. It is fairly neat to, to be able to send a message whether it's tagging a picture, just like Hangouts does on mobile, as well as um, typing out a message and even doing a voice recording. You know, if I want to do a voice dictation, in Hangouts, I just hold down the voice button and say what I need to say, or, and it'll it'll type it out and send it to you. That's cool. If I do that in WhatsApp, it sends them an actual audio file. Oh wow! So they can speaking. actually hear it. It's not a BS Google Voice transcription or something. Right. And That's it, cool. it comes through as an audio file right there in the stream. There's no bouncing out of it or anything like that. It's well integrated. You just hit play and. You listen to the message, and if they want to do the same thing, they can just reply back by recording their voice, speaking into it, and, you know, it's Which, pretty neat. And, I mean, there's that. there's a ton of ways to do that, but that's cool that it puts it right in the stream. Like, that's way easier than using Google Keep and then sharing a note or using Evernote and then sharing a note. It's like one exactly. less step, and it's all right there. Which, that That is pretty cool. But, uh, they yeah, say that – grabbing a deal now. What's that? They're just grabbing that young demo because that's ah. who's on. That's who's going to make that thing grow. Well, 450 million people use this thing every day, uh, apparently. So that's, I mean, that's Wicked. that's some good numbers. That's some yeah. definite good numbers. There's an interesting chart here. Uh, first four years of growth after launch, and actually, uh, I can share this. You guys watching live want to check it out? So what we have here. Year zero to year four, right? Uh, we have <laughs> Skype, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, or Google. I guess Gmail is what they're counting. Uh, none of them anywhere near 
419 million users a day within that time frame. I mean, the highest one was Facebook at 145, you know, like 419. I'm going to give Facebook. Yes, I did say Facebook. I'm going to give Facebook some credit here as well as Google and Twitter and Skype. If you're going to talk about year one um, from the standpoint of each of those apps, look at that time frame. Mobile wasn't as heavy back then for some of those guys. You know, think of Twitter in its infancy and and, and the mobile usage of that. Most people oh, were sure. texting. You know, they were texting to send to Twitter just like you did with your TwitPic, um, or they were just not using it at all until they they were on a computer. You know, it slowly began to grow as we got to see more smartphones out there that were worth a shit to use, you know, because the early Android phones were not that good, dude, you know? Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. It was like such a weird novelty being able to send an email and have it create a blog post out of it because, I don't know, there was just something about that in a day when none of that was really happening or possible. I mean, it was possible, Mm -hmm. but it was very kludgy. And to be able to just send an email to go at blogger.com and have it post this blog post, like it, it's, it was cool, you know. But, yeah, we have all of these apps now, obviously. And uh, it, it was interesting. There was another article on Quartz uh, talking about a bunch of quotes from WhatsApp's founders from uh, back in, like, uh, was this, 2010, 2011? Back, back a little while. Mm-hmm. Um talking about like we focus a lot on the quality of experience speed reliability we don't worry about making it super sexy it just does what it does and it does that well um when asked about monetization i thought this was really smart and interesting they said we view monetization as five ten years down the road we're trying to build a sustainable company that's here for the next hundred years um we have no plans to sell ipo exit or get new funding uh then 2013 says we do have a a manifesto opposing advertising, which is interesting. We'll see this whole short term, how long that lasts and how long, you know, they're, they're not going to uh, advertise on it, but they say, we're proud of that. We, uh, they have been advertising three, four years face or yeah, yeah, totally. And that's what they're saying is that we're so bombarded with ads like every day, we felt that smartphones are not the place for that. I agree. Um, I agree. They, I like how they talked about it being no frills, no thrills, and it it is just clean, just like Hangouts. It's just yeah. clean, you know. Uh, they say it's not hard to sell a company, but if you look at leading online companies today, like Facebook, uh, Google, Yahoo, and Twitter, they didn't sell. They stuck around, and they built a great offering for the users. Uh, that was a Wired article back in January. And uh, uh, the last one here, he says, uh, here's what will change for you, our users. Nothing. <laughs> That's what he wrote on the company's blog today after the deal of the news broke. And also, of course, if it doesn't go through, what is their, uh, what's the... It's not a fee, but what whatever they call it, I think it was one billion dollars. Yeah, if it doesn't and actually back or something like that. Yeah, they had a name for it. I I forget, I forget what they call it, but yeah, kind of interesting. I mean, it's the time to buy. <laughs> it's time to innovate, in my opinion. 
You think it was Hopefully worth it? Is. 450 million active users, a pretty rabid user base, a community built around it, multi-platform. Facebook making its push with its messenger, wanting your phone number, wanting all this. Man, I had to uninstall that because I don't like Facebook Messenger. I'll give you a good example of why. Check this out. <laughs> this So some kid that I is like friends of friends of friends, right, finds me on Facebook, yep. sends me a friend request. I pretty much accept whoever because of the podcast and everything. I really don't give a crap. It's stupid Facebook. The next day I get a message, hey, bro. Got any trees for sale? Of like, oh, did you? So I, I tie back. Did you seriously just ask me that on Facebook? We live in Montana. There's forests everywhere. <laughs> Look around. And then I had to. I, and then that was it. it. It's like people use that kind of stuff for a lot more than what you would think. And I don't know if they think it's private. Like you can't be that naive in 2014, <laughs> right? You have to just not care at that point. That's the thing. They don't. Nobody cares, man. They claim they care, but when you look at some of the behavior, they don't care. Ridiculous. Hey, man. (laughs) Like, what? Who are you? Go away. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty amusing. Uh, Was there anything on the actual Facebook newsroom release that you wanted to mention that we kind of left out or – no, we, they. It pretty much said the same thing that we covered. They just had the, the bullet points. And sure. Of course, they mentioned the money, the most important thing. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get away from from the Facebooks. Oh, I thought this was kind of interesting. Every now and then, when security stuff comes up, uh, the Target thing, the the point of sales getting hacked and all that. Uh, a lot of the stuff we read from sometimes comes from a guy named Brian Krebs. He used to, he was like a 14-year veteran reporter from the Post, Washington Post. Uh, he now does his own thing. His site is KrebsOnSecurity.com. And uh, he does a lot of, like, deep infiltration, I guess. Like, hanging out in hacker chat rooms, hacker message boards, under pseudonyms, obviously, um, yep. to get the stories. And he does. I mean, he one of the big ones, obviously, Target uh, recently, but a while ago, the McColo a uh, firm it was a web hosting firm in 05 that was responsible for huge amounts of spam uh the company shut down he exposed uh, a bunch of malicious uses uh, of of what they were doing and there was an 86% drop in spam emails globally once that happened so he's been doing this for a while and doing it very well uh i think we mentioned a long time ago when we first started yats that he was swatted which means somebody prank calls and gets a SWAT team at your front door. And that happened to him. Like, yeah. guns drawn on the ground. <laughs> tight. Like, So, you know, things like this happen. This was interesting, I thought. This just came out on Business Insider. Apparently the latest uh, disruption attempt, I guess, or trying to get him to back off or whatever, uh, a masked person someone in a mask went to his house and cut a tree down in his front yard just chopping down trees you know it could have been a lot worse you could have like timbered that thing onto your house keyed the car keyed the car burned the tree you know it could have been a lot worse maybe this is just a subtle hint of saying hey we know you've been sort of trolling our Hacker communities, you know, 
That's that's crazy though. And like what it says in the article, for him to be such a target, he's clearly doing something right. And they also exactly. they make another good point that's like, okay, let's say hypothetically this scares him off. There's going to be like three other reporters and granted not as knowledgeable or as good, but there will be other people who are getting this information and and you know, bringing it to light. You can't stop journalists journalism by attacking them you know if anything that's gonna right. make him focus even more right you're gonna yeah so i i don't know what people are thinking when they do this kind of stuff i mean here's a shot of you in a mask in his, in front of his house you know like it's right here he there's obviously cameras dude i mean come on <laughs> i mean so. the guy is is uh a hacker at that, so you know he's got all kinds of security on everything he owns. Landmines. So why not? Assu- why not assume he's got a camera mounted somewhere on his property? Somewhere. Motion detection. Yeah. I mean, something. Yeah. Got to know when it's time to release the hounds, you know. <laughs> but so I mean, come on, be be smarter than that, you guys. Seriously. <laughs> and uh, good job, Brian. Uh, let's see. Remember a while ago we talked about the Amazon virtual currency, the coin, the Amazon coin thing, and then it yeah. it kind of just disappeared. Yep. Well, it's back, kind of. <laughs> and uh, apparently, you could use it to purchase apps, games, in-app content on Android devices. Uh, although those purchases must all be made within Amazon's App Store. So. Google Play. I'm starting to lose a little bit of respect for the Amazon App Store. Um, granted, it, it, there's a lot of the same apps um, in the Play Store available there. Well, it's all the every same, right? What can you no, get? Every now and then, you get some that are not approved in Play that are approved in Amazon. But for them to them as an Amazon to try to pawn off their free app of the day every day that is normally a paid app and this app is a crap app it's it's really really getting annoying at one time you would get some decent apps out there that were paid and for that 24 hours you get them for free nice yeah i was going to say when the it one that's out there today is like a two star app yeah when they first started that remember like there was yeah. really good apps i remember the guys on AOTA being like oh yeah and this one's free in the app store and it's awesome in 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 amazon app store but it seems like they, they got what they wanted from it, and now it's just, like, it's garbage, right? I mean, I don't even use it. I never really used it myself, but it seems to be garbage. Oh, no, maybe that was yesterday. But yesterday there was some, some word game in there that was rated, like, two stars. That's awesome. And, and everybody was just, just trolling on it in the comics in the store and, and – you think, okay, this thing was at one point a dollar ninety nine. Who the hell was paying for that thing? Even right. there, there was one time I, I wrote an article on a new domain. It was a uh, uh, photo editing app that was regularly two bucks, and it was for free that day. And I swear, I'm so glad I did not buy that app. It was horrendous. I mean, it was about like having paint on the computer. That's know? awesome. Nothing to it, you know. Just trying to trying to get it out there and get it downloaded so we can get some malware in your system. No big deal. <laughs> horrendous. So but again, there are some apps that are there that's not in play. Um, Aisha Tyler is a comedian that I like, and she does a 
weekly podcast and um, Google Play would not approve her app. It's just a podcast app. Part of me thinks, and as well as her, it's because of the name. Her show is called Aisha T- Girl on Guy with Aisha Tyler. And I guess that sort of sounds uh, a little too edgy for Google Play. I don't know. It doesn't but have the word get it. flappy in there, so what do they care? <laughs> yeah. You know? Girl on flappy guy. Right. <laughs> Girl on guy flappy. I don't know, something like that. Uh, Amazon first unveiled the coins last year. They gave every Kindle Fire owner five bucks in an attempt to boost the currency out of the gate. Uh, you can also buy coins at a discount rate and automatically earn extra coins when downloading apps or by hitting achievements in certain games. So, uh, yeah, I don't personally though. I mean, I'm not the right guy for that. I like, I don't use Amazon at all. Uh, Kelsey uses it. She has prime and all that. Cause she buys yeah. stuff from there a lot, but I never really buy anything on there. I, I don't know. It's just not really my thing, but whatever. I, I'm a prime guy, but I don't have the coin. I don't, care yeah well you got five bucks in free coins didn't you when you got your kindle last year no i didn't get a kindle oh you got right okay yeah yeah i just got got a a rooted thing you know (laughs) that's all I like that <laughs> they end the article. They're like, and now it's adding some payment flexibility, though we're still a long way off from paying Amazon with Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're kind of a long way off currently from being able to pay anything in Bitcoin right now, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, Didn't, there's more people able to get the damn is stuff. Is Mount Gox back up yet? Or I'm sure it is, right? That seems like I, a while I, ago. I hadn't heard that it was back online. Yeah touchy currency uh let's see Ooh, ubuntu phones arriving in 2014 possibly maybe expect some announcements at mobile world congress here uh this weekend that's what i'm hoping for is is something next week they're being a little tight lip about it um when the ubuntu phone software came out or operating system came out it it was a developer preview and of course it's going to be buggy but I thought it was pretty captivating. Yeah, didn't Eric, um, I think, wrote about it on a new domain, and basically it, he, he mentioned that it was like walking through a model home. Everything looks nice, but it's not functional, really. Yeah. But now, I mean, they're ready to go, and it looks like they dialed in a couple manufacturers. Canonical did. Uh, who they have? Meizu and BQ Readers? Yeah, definitely some big European names. And then they also said that they will have a couple more manufacturers with household names hopefully coming on board in 2015. So like See, that's what's that's what has me curious. Who was going to sign up on that? So I saw in the comments somebody was like Apple and Samsung. I was kind of <laughs> leaning more the other way like Firefox and Samsung. Only I say Samsung cuz they want to get away from Android with Tizen, maybe Tizen for the watch, for the gear, like they're coming out with, and maybe Ubuntu oh. for the phones, assuming that they can gunk it up with their TouchWiz or whatever they're going to put on this. But who knows? They might just right. use Tizen for both. But who else is a household name in this? You know, Apple, Samsung, HTC, Motorola, Lenovo, maybe? That might be. What about, what about Amazon? And Amazon. There you go. Because and Facebook, um, if you look at the Ubuntu operating system right now, Amazon pretty much has spyware 
in the Ubuntu desktop operating system. You know, as you do computer searches on your machine, it's it's you're being scraped, and you can get search results to pop up for different devices and different um, news articles and things like that. It's 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 neat to a certain degree and creepy to another degree. Is that the yeah. Silk browser you're talking about, or what do you? No, no, no. Explain Inside that. of um, Ubuntu, okay, about like if you were to do a universal search on your Windows computer to search for a file, like just oh, okay, on the computer, not like on. Right. Okay, gotcha. All right, it's not in the browser session. This is just a global search of your hard drive. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether you're looking for an app or looking for a file, and I go and hit that super key on or Windows key on my keyboard while I'm in Linux. It will, you know, and I start typing in a few letters, it'll start putting in some things that it thinks I'm curious about just based on other browsing history and other things that I've been searching for, you know. Right. Sometimes it's new, um, sometimes it's like new music that shows up in there. And if you click on it, it'll take you straight to the Amazon website to say, hey, buy this now. So why not Amazon get involved in this with this phone which is essentially a media player, you know? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what they're missing, right? And I, if they're yeah. already doing deals with Canonical, then, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. But we should see. They bit off a little more than they can chew with their whole Kickstarter project. Yeah, I remember. Like 30 million or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. Not quite, guys. <laughs> um, we'll see. They say the bad news is that neither of these manufacturers has a large presence in the U.S., so the chances of picking up a high-end Ubuntu phone on Verizon in 2014 is pretty slim. I'd say is none. <laughs> you know, picking up a low-end on Verizon. Verizon ain't having that. How about, yeah, how about picking up anything that's not a droid or an iPhone on Verizon? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how their droid line does in Lenovo's hands, you know? <laughs> uh, but Meizu is well established in China and should help the fledgling OS build visibility while BQ Readers has a presence in Spain so that's uh, kind of interesting I like the I, I like the, the idea of, of a phone running Ubuntu and I think I also saw that in a, a comment something about being able to take that and slide it into a slot and now you're on your computer and having that one device and a bunch of that, consoles to pop it into. Yep, that that functionality was was um, thought about last year and year before. Well, they've been trying to do it since China. the Atrix, right? The OG Atrix mm -hmm. was like their yep. first attempt at a web top type of thing like that, which failed. Yep. But but it was early, right? Know. It was showing off a cool idea, and people were like, "Got them thinking, right? Like, man, what right. if you could?" Have one device that had the power and then a bunch of dumb screens that you just pop it in. I want to pop it in here and have it on my big screen. I'll pop it in here and use a computer. I'll pop it in here and I have a tablet or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's What's cool. going to be rough for me, in my opinion, next week with Mobile World Congress is the freaking time zone. Because um, it's in Spain <laughs> and everything is going to be super early for me. I feel bad for you guys out west that. Uh, I mean, well, you have it a little bit better, but if I want to try to cover this stuff next week, I might as well not even sleep. We got all day, bro. <laughs> what they can be first, I think what we bring to the table is like being able to analyze it and and comment on it and make it fun and and yeah. absorbable and 
I mean, you could read posts all day and get, you know, the mm-hmm. same thing, or you could listen to us read them to you. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Five. These voices. That's, that's right, it. right? That's right. Exactly. Uh, they say the next big challenge will be luring developers into the ecosystem, of course, as we saw with Microsoft, BlackBerry, etc. Uh, Shuttleworth aims to have the top 50 mobile apps on Ubuntu by the end of the year, which is a noble but ambitious goal. Uh, and as of right now, big names Evernote, LastPass, and GrooveShark are already enlisted. So That says a lot right there. That Evernote Evernote's on everything. That doesn't say yeah. anything. Evernote will you could build your own damn OS and Evernote would be like, hey, we got an app for you. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had some more names, but last summer they signed up quite a few people to to jump on and I, I never saw the SDK or anything, so I don't know how easy it is to develop for it, but they got a lot of support back in the summer of 2013. If they so. can open market with, I'd say, 30 to 40 of the top 50 apps, I think they'll be okay. Microsoft probably has them most now, most of them now, but when they hit market, how many did they have? Like five, ten maybe? Wasn't enough, I don't think. Yeah, it was really bad. That on and the fact that the the phones weren't very good, but you know, <laughs> you also need apps. True, true. So interesting, and yeah, there'll be a ton of uh, awesome news coming out of Mobile World Congress, and we will gather them all up and spit them out for you to check. Yep. Google Fiber. Let's talk about this, and let's kind of talk about the Comcast thing. Do you have Comcast where you live? I do not. You're they lucky. Are, me neither. They are one state up. Have you heard what they're doing? Have you? From what I heard is they 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 bought up um, Time Warner Cable, which is here. In well, they're town. trying to do that, but besides that, the whole Netflix thing, where they're like completely throttling Netflix traffic, so that they can. <laughs> I wrote in the they show have their notes own streaming service, right? Exactly, Affinity. And I wrote in the show notes so that they could save the fast packets for their own service. Because, you know, packets are, are, are different, right? These are my packet packets. prioritization bacon. That's basically. messed up. That is so messed up. <sighs> Comcast. Hey, man, that's, the, that's called survival of the fittest. Though. That's called monopolizing <laughs> and completely screwing everybody and everything. I know. That's totally cool. But, yeah, if you were on the board, you'd be like, cha-ching. <laughs> like you wouldn't give an F. You are you're on your yacht just like counting money. No, I've never heard anything good about the Comcast service. Like I said, they're um, I'm in North Carolina and I want to say that the closest state here is Tennessee that has Comcast and nobody that I know in Tennessee is ever, ever happy about it. And then when you look at the Silicon Valley folks, um like the Twit network and whatnot. Those most of those folks talk about being Comcast subscribers, and you never hear them mention that word with a smile on their face. You know? Ever. <laughs> so, we shall see what happens with this. Time Warner Cable here locally. Um, I had I never had a problem with them, but most of the people here locally hate Time Warner Cable. I had Time Warner once when I was in Florida going to school. Mm-hmm. It was Roadrunner. And it yeah, was it was all right. 
I, I it was my first with experience with cable, so I thought it was good. We had DSL here, and then I I went there, and it was like you know everyone Ooh, has cable, so it was all right. But you know, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to school in oh dear so long. But so it is it's good to see other to try to. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's good to see other providers like Google even trying to get in on on this and maybe break up a little bit because it for a lot of people, man, like that's your choice or you can go with DSL or crappy satellite or you know get a T1 built in your backyard. I, I don't, it's some you don't have the choice here. If you want cable, there's one choice. Or you can get DSL. If you want DSL, there's three choices, but they all go through the main telco. So either way, you're doesn't you yeah, know same sh- same shit is. Dude, I look forward to what could potentially happen here in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, as far as Google Fiber. It, it what is it? They're offering seventy dollars a month um, if you sign up for a year. And then I want to say there's another package that's like $300 or something. And you get for what speeds are tremendous sir? rates, though. For what speeds? I want to say the $70 a month was gigabit. That's awesome. I'm paying yeah. 70 It's like 60 Yeah, it's like 70 bucks a month for like 30 down, 5 up. And it barely yeah. gets there in this new place because of District 9 across the freaking street there. All the all the all the prawns taking up the damn bandwidth, man. My old at my old place, it was a crappy ass apartment, but man, the internet was smoking because I was like the only one out there on it. It was so awesome. You know what concerns me? It says these different metropolitan areas: Portland, San Jose, Phoenix, Atlanta, Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham. Um, my concern is just how far away do you have to be from the metropolitan areas to still be able to get a hold of these networks? You know, I'm roughly 20, 25 miles outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. What's Will the I distance? Will I still be able to tap in, you know? What, I wonder what the distance is. Because I know cable, you have to be within a certain amount of, like, what is it, like one or two miles from a pedestal or something? Yeah. Maybe it's more than that. It's probably more than that. But see, it's but again, that's that's my question. What what it is? Because fibers light, cables like signal, right? Like not, it's not yeah. light. It's it's a like a signal signal. So yeah, you would think the light would go a lot further. I, I'd be curious if there's any like fiber. Richard Hay would probably be the one to ask about that. But yeah, I'm, Richard, where are you? Richard, <laughs> I need a fiber breakdown. But yeah, and you're lucky because you have like big metro near you. I I don't think Montana's ever gonna get fiber from. Yeah, I'm from looking Google. at this here map, and I see Phoenix, I see Kansas City, I see Salt Lake City. Is but I don't see anything in is, Montana. Is Helena, Billings, or Bozeman, or Missoula in there? Because those are pretty much all of our cities. <laughs> it says That's Google. Where all the airports are right. Yeah, pretty much our international airport because it goes to Canada, which is sixty damn miles away. <laughs> yeah, my car's an international car because I drove there. <laughs> uh, the Google Fiber in Kansas City offers gigabit for seventy a month, uh, or gigabit internet and TV for one twenty. 
and then you can just get straight up five megabit service uh, for free, but you have to pay a one-time three hundred dollar construction fee. That's it, the three hundred dollars. And the fee is waived if you go gigabit, which seventy a month. I mean, that's right where cable's at. Yep, I take it. Put all these damn gigabit down. routers to use, because we know our cable and DSL providers ain't doing it. Ain't doing nothing with it, yeah. right? I can't even hit gigabit going computer to computer, damn it. <laughs> no. Time to upgrade some cards, yo. No. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, did you, you? We talked about Aereo a bit. We're fans of, of the cord cutting. Uh, they did good in New York, which was yep. the, the last case that we talked about. Not so much in Utah and five <laughs> other states, apparently. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at the, what the, the top level, the 10th circuit court, I guess. Yeah. But it, but from all of my understanding, everybody tends to think that area is going to be just fine when it comes from the top level judgment. You think? Cause that's what'll really determine whether or not. And then, so if they rule yay, is that does that overrule what's going on in Wyoming, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Colorado? Because that'll be federally okay. That's a good question, but me working for a company that administers payroll and all of that, there are certain states where state jurisdiction supersedes federal jurisdiction. And who knows if this will be the same type of scenario. That's true. It could be like that, or it could be like here with the medical marijuana thing, where the federal supersedes the state. Like who? You know? You never know. Are we getting raided today? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> are Are we able to watch TV, or are we getting raided today? Because I feel it. No. <laughs> so we'll see what the Supreme Court does. I thought it was interesting that Utah and the the rest of the Tenth Circuit are like, nope. You know why? Because Damn, what's that company called? Damn, Time Warner. No, the other uh, one. Comcast. Cox? No, Comcast. Yeah, because damn Comcast is there peeling off fresh Benjis, being like, no. How many? No, please. How many? Just stay right here. We have How Xfinity many? for you. Exactly. Right? Xfinity. Xfinity. We have infinity amounts of money and this crappy streaming service for you oh you guys are all on netflix uh well here's some more benjis hold on (laughs) (laughs) you corrupt a-holes unbelievable so uh yeah we'll we'll follow this i'll put a link to the show yeah in our textshow.com you guys can read the article but basically just a bunch of legalese i'm not gonna bore y'all with legalese please don't No, I won't. Let's talk about more cloud storage. Let's talk about Dennis Woodside leaving Motorola, going to Dropbox, which was one of the first, like, kind of cloud storage. The first main one that I remember, you know, coming Uh, up is, like, it was Dropbox. That was the first one that caught on. Interesting place for Dennis Woodside to go. Uh, Microsoft coming out now with their OneDrive. So you have you have Google Drive, right? Okay. Now <laughs> you have OneDrive? Right, because Drive was already taken by Google. 
drive. I I got it. That makes sense. That's fine. You know. Never mind the fact that Microsoft has SkyDrive too. So that's two drives then. Hold on. You're <laughs> I'm confused now. Floppy Bird? Fla- floppy? <laughs> All right. So Matt, Matt, I gotta tell you, I saw this and it, it it sort of made me shake my head because I, I saw the article and it said the whole OneDrive and whatnot. And I was like, oh, so maybe this thing is for real. And I say it's I question it being real because earlier in today, my wife got a new computer. Ooh. And I'm going through it and, and I'm going through it and make sure everything is okay. And noticed that it had OneDrive on there, but it looked like the Microsoft um font and everything so like, okay, it actually came with no drives <laughs> and you store everything <laughs> up here with us that is free for the first year but then you have to pay for you know like a whole bunch of money yeah we're running windows 8 off an sd card and here's your one drive store. so then when all that happens and everyone's using cloud books what happens to the whole like we're gonna prioritize microsoft's drive packets higher than Google's drive packets. So your Word doc might not be so, you know, fluid and legit depending on your internet provider. (laughs) This is going to get ugly, bro. This is going to get so, like, corrupted and ugly. It's, oh, man. We need Tron. Tron. How many different cloud services are out there, though, man? That are given away. As stuff. far as How much just free storage? storage, do you have? That would be an interesting article, right? Go around and see how what's the most free storage you can get, and and how many places are you using, and and all that. Because I remember there was a service. I don't know if it's still around, and I completely don't remember the name of it. It's helpful, but uh, it it was a drive type of thing that would take all of your cloud stuff and combine it into like one folder. And it would yeah. just dip stuff. Here's a couple megs here, a couple megs there, a couple megs there. Uh, throughout like Google, Dropbox, Box, it did like a bunch of them, and it would combine all of your. It'd be interesting to see if that's still around, and then see how much space you can like mooch for free. <laughs> yeah, I, I know John C. Dvorak was playing a little game like that last year before he got his hand slapped. And heck, you've been stealing from Google forever since the whole grandfathered in. Five bucks a year. Or no, it's, yeah, it's like five (laughs) bucks a year. It's something ridiculously cheap for a bunch of space. You know, come on. Plus, you had bots giving away 50 gigs. Yeah. And I mean, even when I bought the Moto X, it came with like 100 gigs. But I was afraid to do that because I didn't want to lose. Because I didn't, then you have to start paying for it after the year, and it was way more than what I was paying, <laughs> so I totally <laughs> didn't do it. But it was it was being offered, you know. And how many of those phones yeah. did they sell? And the droids came with it. And it's there's so much ethereal space out there, you know. It's not like real. I mean, it is in a data center, but it's not here. It's not. I don't have a drive here. It's. It's weird. They're giving away these 100 gigs, but yet they still want me to pay $100 for a terabyte hard drive at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's some bullshit. That's right. How about <laughs> you give me this drive? Yeah. Make this cheaper here, down here, you know. Because, I mean, after the internet, it, it would be cheaper because you're basically removing the whole wear and tear maintenance cost of it. 
And then again, I, I know uh, the server that runs uh, the a new domain site, they recently upgraded to SSDs. And they said, You're, you know, you should notice a little more speed here because uh, this whole grid is now SSDs. And so once you remove that, that spindle out of the equation, you know, yeah. it, it gets a lot better. But still, like, are you paying a buck a gig? Or, like, are you paying 50 cents a gig? Are you, you know? All right. Stuff's getting big, too, right? HD, I mean, things... Yeah. UHD, things are getting large. We're we're encouraged to produce this media and take these pictures and videos, and it. I constantly have to delete stuff off of my <laughs> Moto X because Verizon only had the damn 16-gig version. Yes. I got more than 16 gigs worth of stuff. It's not... Easily. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I digress. I was... You can get 100 gigs free if you hurry up here on the uh, the OneDrive, so. Oh, it's the first 100,000 people to sign up will get the 100 gigs free for one year, and then you have to pay us $958 every <laughs> year after. And you have to unsubscribe, so good luck remembering that in a year. <laughs> Yeah, because you know they're tying it to your Microsoft account, which also has a credit card on it. You know it does. By default. Right. By default. Right. You know, so. And they're like, what's the optimal length of time people will just completely forget about stuff? A year. Give it to them for a year. Opt in. <laughs> they have no idea, but I'm that dude that's got reminders. That's right. <laughs> I'm that dude. I'm that dude that just had to, like, do my taxes the other night. And I'll tell you, the more we use these things like PayPal, FreshBooks, Google Wallet, all of that stuff, you can just go to the search and be like, 2012 to 2013, all of it, and then just, boom, add it up. I was done in, like, 10 minutes. It was beautiful. Yes. So good. (laughs) I hate you. Mine is not going to be that pretty. It also helps that uh, people I'm related to are, like, bookkeepers and stuff. But, you know. Oh. I had to make the spreadsheet. <laughs> I had to make... Oh, man, it had I two did. columns. I, like, filled that <laughs> out, and I was like, share, mom, send. I was like, taxes are done. Let me know when my money's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got stuff I need to buy. It's time to upgrade some you. damn computers in here, man. Shit, Windows XP <laughs> is about to not even get supported anymore, and like what that's in my the main world machine. Is Windows XP, what you know. <laughs> I should have went Enterprise Edition, so at least I'd get the security patches. <laughs> that's gonna be another mess when that thing gets done being supported. How many of your grandmas and grandpas and stuff have XP computers that are hooked up to Roadrunner cable? <laughs> <laughs> done getting supported crafted malware sent through the email phishing style with exploits that have been patched in you know the newer systems yeah. but not in XP so we knew exactly what to hit hopefully grandma and grandpa that's running XP has a tablet yeah hopefully they got conned into buying a new Windows 8 machine for Christmas <laughs> <laughs> what is that I forgot is that what came on your new your... yep is Windows 8 by default yeah, eight one or just eight? Uh, it was just eight, but it did just upgrade to uh, eight one tonight. How is it? 
It's it's fine. I, I don't recommend it on a laptop. I don't. I don't. If you have a touchscreen laptop, yes. That's yeah. That's what Kelsey's using. She loves that thing. But when I watch, I watch her like work on it, and it's it's totally not like me and you use our laptops. She's like totally hybrid with it, like tapping and yeah. dragging and typing and typing. It's it's interesting to watch. New you know, use. If you've got a touchscreen laptop, or in my case, a dual screen desktop computer. It's legit. Yeah, it's legit. Definitely. So, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Was there anything else we missed that you wanted to talk about before we get out of here? No. Let's just um, like I said, let's just look forward to next week and the Mobile World Congress stuff. Yeah, we'll so have like a. Lot a of talk. It'll be what good. What will Samsung do next week? Yeah. yeah. S5, we had some rumors that HTC M8, also known as the Mate. No, no, no. I hope they call it that. I hope, (laughs) man. Me and Nick talked about that last night in AOTA, and it's like the M8. I was like, dude, it's not a BMW, man. It's called the Mate. The Mate. The Mate. (laughs) So good. So that's check. another phone I'll never get to see. No, the the mate <laughs> never. Uh, check us out at tagtheandroids.com on Tuesdays. Yet another tech show.com on Wednesdays and smartphone-photographers.com on Thursdays. Yep, and I'm back tomorrow. We've been having a uh, guest host uh, last two Thursdays. Nice. But I'll so, be hosting tomorrow night. Good deal. Subscribe in iTunes. You can email us if you want. Uh, I think it's the show at yetanothertechshow.com. Just go to the site uh, and leave us a review and comments and hang out with us throughout the week on the Google Plus community. That's where you can mainly find us all the time is pretty much on Google Plus. Just hanging out. I mean, With all the other nerds. It's what we do, right? We just like <laughs> hang out. And then there's certain days of the week where we hang out with cameras and audio. Most of the other time, it's just text. We just hang out and send each other dumb meme pictures. This I was, b- before we go, I, I was, we were snowboarding today. I got half of the day off from work to go snowboard because it was beautiful, like six inches of new snow. Anyway, I was thinking, you see those meme pictures that's like, what you think you do and it's this awesome picture it's like what your friends think you do it's like what your mom thinks you do and all that we were totally gonna make one for snowboarding that's like what we think we do it's like going big off this jump it's like what our parents think we do and it's like bombing out of a helicopter on some cliff it's like what (laughs) what we really do and it's like we're sitting there getting towed up the platter lift or something i thought it would be funny but (laughs) If there's any artists out there, you should make that for me. I think that would be wrenching, great. wrenching the thing. Yeah, or just like sitting on the chairlift, like smoking, like what you really do. It's like waiting, <laughs> standing in line waiting. But all right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will catch you tomorrow night for the smartphone photographer hangout, and then next week for a bunch of Mobile World Congress stuff. So get ready; it's yes. gonna be. Uh, it's going to be exciting. So thanks for listening. Yet another tech show.com, a new domain.net. Check us out and we'll catch you later.
listening to Yet Another Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.